Mark the second chapter beginning at verse number one. You'll find these words. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days. And it was noise that he was in the house. Noise like we making. And straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him bringing one sick of the palsy which was born of four, carried by four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But, of course, there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, and take up thy bed, and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. The the seth the, to the sick of palsy and I say unto thee arise everybody say arise take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house and immediately he arose somebody say immediately he arose and took up the bed and went forth before them all insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God saying we never saw it on this fashion also flip over to the fifth chapter can the Bible preach today the fifth chapter of the book of St. Mark just turn the page and let me begin reading at verse 26 and 25 and a certain woman you know the story which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse when she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment for she said if I may touch but his clothes I shall be made whole and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed uh, of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. 
But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, daughter, somebody say daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. You may take your seats. I know I read quite a bit because I wanted the word of God to saturate your heart, amen, and penetrate your spirit, amen, so that God can bring deliverance into this house. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I believe I spoke from the subject matter, desperate places, desperate places, and I told you all that oftentimes you may find yourself in a desperate place. And uh, I believe I told you that when you find yourself in a desperate place, you have to understand, I think I spoke about that, life happens. All kind of things happen in uh, life. And then I also told you that it's all about what's on the inside of you, how you will be able to deal with the desperate places that you find yourself in. But today I don't want to talk about desperate places, but the Holy Ghost just wouldn't let that word leave me. And so I'm going to talk to you about today, blessed are the desperate. Because you see, you could be in a desperate place and not yet feel desperate. And so why are the desperate blessed? I believe they're blessed because... They do not care what anybody thinks. They do not care what anyone says. They will go where no one else will go. They won't let anything stop them. They will do desperate things. But you have to understand that emptiness is the prerequisite for desperation. You see, desperation is the condition that exists when a recognized need is present. And you know whether you want to admit it or not, but all of God's people are needy. But few are willing to acknowledge that need. But it is when the need is acknowledged that a condition of desperation begins to develop in us. And then somebody say, why desperation? Why desperation? Because desperation only comes when there is a recognized need that is beyond our ability to meet. Now, when you look up the word desperate in the dictionary, it defines desperate as uh, dangerously reckless or violent as from urgency or despair. It also means showing extreme courage, especially of actions uh, courageously undertaken as a last uh, resort. It also means showing extreme urgency or intensity, especially because of great need or desire. You see, contrary to the way we view things, I need you to understand that desperation 
is not a bad thing. You see, we have let the world define the things for us. And by the world's definition, desperation is a condition to be avoided at all cost. But from a divine perspective, somebody say a divine perspective. From a divine perspective, there are many blessings and even promises of God that cannot be obtained apart from being desperate. I want to know how desperate are you here today? You see, it would be according to the will of God today that every one of us should reach some measure of desperation concerning the huge gap between what God has made available to us and what God expects of us compared to where we really are. You see, I believe the Spirit's message to us all is that we have been weighed in the balance and found wanting. I did not say you wasn't saved. I did not say you were not on your way to heaven. I did not say that you did not love God, but I did say that the Spirit would say that we've been weighed in the balance and we are found wanting. You see, because when we see in the Word the life that is available to us, because Jesus said, I come that you might have what? Life. And that you might have it what? More abundantly. And so when we see in the word that the life that's available to us and we see in our own lives and not only in our own lives, but when we look at the churches and the low level of spiritual life and the absence of spiritual power, it should create a sense of emptiness within us, a recognition of falling short of the glory that God has prepared for us. Uh, and then once we recognize that and once we visualize it, I believe this in turn should serve to stir in us a sense of desperation. God, I don't want to just say I'm saved. I don't want to just say I have the Holy Ghost. I, I, I want the power that comes along with it. I don't just want a form of godliness, but yet, but yet denying the power thereof. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, I want to have power in order to rebel the devil on every hand I'm talking about rebuke him out of my home, rebuke him out of my kids, rebuke him out of your spouse, I'm talking about rebuke him in the workplace I'm talking about rebuke that nasty attitude clerk I'm talking about having power over the enemy, you see desperation because we have recognized the need of spiritual power to reach the lost and uh, and to heal the hurting and to deliver the oppressed.
rest and 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 because we know that only God can give us what we are lacking pastor what you talking about reach the loss and I, and I'm barely found I don't even know where I am half the time what are you talking about praying for other folk that are hurting when when I'm hurting how many of y'all know it's hard to pray for folk that are hurting when you're hurting it's hard to pray for people for the healing and you need healing but how many of y'all know when the power of the Holy Ghost come upon you you forget about what you're going through and you will exert that energy into somebody else well blessed are the desperate because how many of y'all know according to our text that I read here they will tear the roof off if necessary they will push through the crowd because they won't be offended my God even if they do hear that the dogs you don't even eat even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master table. In other words, it don't matter what you say to me. It don't matter how you try to treat me. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. Because when you really become desperate, you will gladly give up dignity for an encounter with deity. I'm going to say it again. You give up your dignified, sophisticated, educated spirit. Come on here, somebody. In order to have an encounter with, with the Lord. Well, come on, Zacchaeus. Help me preach. I know that you are a man of power. I know you are a man of dignity. But he was desperate on that day. He he became so desperate until you know he climbed up a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. How many of y'all know you will become so desperate you'll break barriers just like the woman with the issue of blood. What about them ten leopards? When you really become desperate, you won't argue with God about how he does it or when he does it. You don't even mind. Thank you blind man. The blind man says I was blind and I was desperate. And it didn't matter to me that Jesus spat on the ground and made some eyes salve out of out of spit and clay. He says I was desperate and it don't matter how God does it. I'm just wondering if somebody in here today, my God you're desperate enough to say I don't care how God does it I don't care who God uses y'all ain't gonna help me here I don't care who God uses I don't care how God does it all I know is I'm desperate blessed are the desperate for if it was not for them guess what even the presence and the power 
power of God would not be manifested in our churches today. I thank God for the few that like to pray. Oh, y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. I thank God for the few that like to read their Bibles. I thank God for the few that show up at 1030 on Sunday mornings and pray and that the power of God would be released in this place. Uh, somebody say blessed are the desperate. You need to understand that it's not, it's not religion. It's not ceremony. It's not tradition. It's not methods. It's not our programs. It's not even the preaching or the singing that brings the power of God into the church. Tell somebody it's desperation. Uh, because when you become desperate, when you really become desperate, uh, and I'm not talking about desperate for a new house, desperate for a new car, uh, come on here, desperate for more money, that ain't what, I, I, I'm not talking to y'all, I'm talking uh, uh, I'm talking to some people that say, God, I'm desperate for you, I'm desperate for your presence, you know why? Because we understand that once we become desperate for God, uh, that all we have to do, my God, is about in him and let his word abide in us and then we can ask what we will and it shall be done seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what righteousness can I please ask us let's seek the righteousness of God harder than we seek other things because he said if you seek after the righteousness of God all of these things shall be added unto you well what did Jesus say Jesus said that the works I do shall ye be also and greater than these shall you do and then he said and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name and then he says that something is going to happen you're going to be able to cast out devils y'all ain't got to help me sleeping with the devil every night and can't cast that devil out. Working with the devil every night and don't get mad at me now and can't cast that devil out. Can't cast the devil out of your kids. Y'all ain't gonna help me. But the Bible declare, not me, that these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They gonna cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them and guess what they're going to be able to do lay hands on the sick and what they shall recover you see I believe the divine will of God would be that this day every one of us would become desperate for an encounter with the power of the almighty God I'm talking about desperate beyond comfort I'm talking about desperate beyond your reputation desperate beyond tradition tradition says we do it this way but God I'm desperate if the power of God want to move on the first lady you can have the mic because God I'm desperate I'm talking about desperate beyond tradition desperate beyond cosmetics desperate beyond emotions it's not about 
about how you feel because fact of the matter is if we went by how we felt have I got a witness some of us wouldn't even be here right now we'd be at home some of y'all still be in the bed y'all ain't talking back here to me you'd have the covers still over your face but I'm talking about becoming desperate beyond your emotions I'm talking about desperate beyond reason it don't make no sense to me but God I'm so desperate even though I don't understand what you're doing God all I know is I'm desperate desperate beyond the good fellowship of friends and family who are satisfied with just staying in the boat God I gotta get out of the boat I know the waters are raging but God if you would bid me only to come some of y'all is in your comfort zone but I stop back here to let you know that when you become desperate you're saying the rest of y'all stay in the boat but I'm going to Jesus now you got to be desperate enough you got to put some folk out oh y'all ain't gonna talk to me you got to get rid of some relationships you might have to drop some friendships but if you want me to just stay in this boat and cry when you cry the devil is a liar somebody ought to shout the devil is a liar I'm not satisfied with the status quo but you got to be desperate enough to risk ridicule desperate enough to risk failure because if you haven't risked anything then you have not become desperate enough but when you become desperate people gonna criticize you you might lose a certain amount of religious standing you will be looked at as overboard they say that he's going to the extreme they'll even say you're acting weird and unusual but I rather you think that I'm weird because I'm desperate people will try to hold you down they'll try to shut you up you may even get stepped on a little bit ask the woman in our text how did it feel you being in the condition you was in and you was crawling to Jesus and I hear that woman say I didn't even pay attention attention to my disposition all I knew was I had to touch the hem of his garment yes you might get stepped on but the bottom line is this if you truly become desperate you will get what you're asking for because blessed are the desperate for they will do whatever it takes to get what God has promised and all I 
want to know. I said all I want to know. And I'm through now. But all I want to know is how desperate are you? Are you desperate enough to tell the Lord any way you bless me? I'll be satisfied. Throw your hands in the air and tell the Lord, Lord, any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. I'm desperate for the things of God. I'm desperate for the anointing of God. I'm desperate for the power of God. I want to stand flat-footed with the anointing of God and the power of God and look the devil right in the face and tell the devil I've had enough somebody I gotta close now you need to look the devil right in the eye and tell the devil no weapon that's formed against me it shall not prosper look him in the eye with a Popeye spirit and say enough somebody ought to shout enough enough is enough you have hung around long enough I've been sad long enough I've been broke long enough I've been depressed long enough I've been sick long enough but I've cried somebody ought to declare I've cried my last tear I've said my last cuss word yeah I said it I've fought my last fight the devil is defeated I've got victory thanks be to God who gives us victory if you know that you know that you know you've got the victory jump to your feet and declare I've got the victory victory in my home victory on my job victory in my marriage victory in my finances say yes yes I know it's COVID I know it's COVID stay six feet apart but walk 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 in your victory walk in your deliverance walk hey there's something 
you walk, talk while you walk. Declare it. Declare your healing. Declare. Walk, walk, walk. Yes. God, I'm desperate. God, I'm desperate. God, I'm desperate. I need a miracle. Yeah. I need a miracle. I need a door open. I need a way made. Yes. Keep walking. Keep walking. Circulate. Circulate that blood. It's the blood of Jesus. The blood washes. The blood cleans. The blood make whole. That power. 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 In the blood. Yeah. I won't be the same. I won't be the same. Come on, say it. Say it. Say it. I won't be the same. God is working on my attitude. God is working on my spirit. God. He's working on my mouth. God. Ah, yes. Oh, oh, oh. High five. Ah, yes. Woo. I'm not. I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even entertain it no more. I'm done talking about it. I'm done talking about it. I'm done talking about it. Ah, yes. Now. In the name of Jesus Christ, with everything that you have in you, I want you to holler out, I'm done. Ready? One, two, three. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to higher heights. I'm going to deeper depths. I'm done. Because I'm desperate for the power of God. I'm desperate for the righteousness. When we learn to spend less energy on things we can see, And ask God to fill us up. Get a hunger and a thirst 
for righteousness because the Bible said you shall be filled and I promise you according to the word God will take care of the rest it's a trick of the enemy it's a trick of the enemy it's a trick of the enemy I've talked to so many people not just here at St. Luke but other churches other people call me all the time and I got a word for every parent in here when it comes to our children God did not give our children to us mothers he allowed them to come through you don't miss that he just didn't he didn't he didn't he, he, he didn't give them to us even our kids are on loan well y'all ain't got to talk back here to me and I'm not talking about on loan until they die that ain't what I'm talking about they're just on loan Diane Maurice is just on loan uh, God gave him through you not to you because he belongs to God see we want our kids to belong to us and and you you parents that are here and that might be watching or whatever if you ain't learned this learn this because we could put everything into our kids and we love them come on we love them and I understand that mothers are a little different than fathers. I understand that. Because Michael, if he needed to learn a lesson as a father, Brother Bass, he could sleep under a tree to learn the lesson. He could sleep out in the cold. Y'all ain't talking back here to me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help somebody. We're talking about being desperate now. Sometime out of desperation, that might be what he needs to sleep outside so that he could appreciate a nice warm house y'all ain't talking back here to me you see, see, see y'all ain't talking back here to me because even when our kids become desperate enough they'll change so I understand and they'll see God sometimes our kids cannot seek God for themselves because we stand in the way come on here somebody I say this all the time, all day long. Now, I know he could sleep under a tree, but Sister Teresa, it would turn out to be a big argument between me and her. I already know. I already know. So now, see, I'm trying to help y'all. See, I already know. It's going to be a big argument. Now, we're going to be fighting. Because I said he can't come, and then she's going to say, if he can't stay here, then I'm gone. Y'all ain't got time. Then I'm going to say goodbye, go. Because I got to stand on what I say. Oh, y'all, I wish I had some real folk up in here. Y'all too spiritual for me. But I'm telling you what I know. And that's why I always talk to the boys. I always told them, don't put me and your mother in a situation over you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Kids, young people, don't do that. Don't put your parents in a situation where they got to choose between you or their spouse. Because I'm going to tell you now, according to the Bible, 
your spouse come before your child. Y'all ain't got to, y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. So y'all to sit down, sit down. It's early, sit down. It's early. Your child don't come before your spouse. Because when you stood there and said, I do, you became one. One. You're not divided, you're one. So thank God none of our boys have put us in that position. Thank God. It was close, but thank God. Real close, but thank God. We became desperate and sought the power of God. Come on here, somebody. It's a distraction from the devil to keep havoc and trouble stirred up wherever. It could be in your home, it could be at work, it could be wherever. Because as long as you're spending all of your time dealing with this, think about it. It'll take all your anointing. Oh, I got, I got to, and I want some real folk here now. It'll make you cuss some folk out. See, look at y'all. No pastor didn't say that. I said it. It'll make you cuss some folk out. You deep folk that got a problem with that, God bless you. Because I don't think it's anybody in this church that done forgot how to curse. You choose not to curse. Are y'all following me? And some of y'all ain't choosing not to. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. And, and, and all the self-righteous folk who's listening and everything else, you're going to die and go to hell for being self-righteous. If we're not careful, it becomes a distraction. And because we're human, it becomes overwhelming to us. It does. I'm not taking nothing away from your humanness. Because we are human. We get mad. We get upset. What I'm trying to get us to do is become desperate for the things of God and for the power of God and for the anointing of God to the point that we could turn all this stuff over to God. He'd be sleeping in the street, but you turned it over to God. You go to bed at night and sleep like a baby. <laughs> and those of you that already snore, you're going to snore louder. When you turn it over to the Lord. Somebody shout one more time. I'm done. Now, now it's one thing to shout it, but it's another thing to mean it. This is the word. This is the word. This is the word. I'm finished, but you'll discover this. We put our whole life, energy, money, <laughs> everything into our children. And then you know what? They grow up, get their own families, 
And you almost have to beg them to come by to see you. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. Now I think, not Michael, boy, Michael show up too much. Well, that just happens. <laughs> he show up a lot. He might have moved in with us. <laughs> no, really, I never thought, you know, when I was growing up and I see my grandparents, Momo and Papa, we go to their house, Diane, and he be sitting in his recliner. She be sitting in hers, just watching TV. Ain't talking about nothing, just watching TV. I never thought I'd see that day come. Now, here it is. I'm in my chair, she's in her chair. And we ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. We so been so embedded with church until when we do talk, it's church. Y'all ain't got to hear me no more. Until we got to say sometime, look, let's just not talk. I don't want to talk about church. I want to talk about them church folks. I don't want to talk about nothing. I got to see them on Sunday. I don't want to talk about them. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. <laughs> yeah, it is right. You guys don't think about us while you at home doing what you do, so it is right. <clears throat> Come on here, somebody. And so, be desperate for the things of God. Things are getting worse and not getting better in, the, in this world. People are rude. I'm spending more time breaking up fights in the neighborhood. Every time I come up here, I'm breaking up something. I'm done. I was sitting in the office. It's so nice. Prayer was going on. Prayer had ended. Brother Marcus was here on time playing. <laughs> Sister Trees was over there praying. Those of you that was in the building was... And can I please say that what we're trying to do is create an atmosphere of worship at 1030. So when y'all come in, don't do all that. How <laughs> you doing? Pray. Oh, good to see you. No. Feel where you at in the spirit. Oh, come on here, somebody. I ain't worrying about the crowd. I ain't worrying about the crowd. I ain't worrying about who coming, who don't come. Because I know in his presence, his foot in my back, I can't feel nothing. Not right now. I can't feel nothing. <laughs> So come on here, somebody. Come on here, somebody. And so, so, so that's that's what I want from God. We're trying to create an atmosphere of worship, of praise, so that God can move in our midst. Amen. I was sitting in the office and I heard somebody say a cuss word real loud outside, right outside my window, and it sounded like a kid. So I went outside and there was a little boy out there. This neighbor here, you know this neighbor, y'all know that neighbor. She come out, she's on a warpath. And she went around the corner to the little boy's mother. It was actually the boy's mother that had cursed. Cussing at the little boy. And so then her mother came out, little old senior mother. And then this young lady kind of jumped on her, you know, in, in regards to her daughter. And she was saying, I can't control her and blah, blah, blah. So I had to tell this neighbor, you know, it ain't the mother's fault. I'm quite sure she's going through just like the mother. And I believe the little boy has autism. But here was the problem. She picked the little boy up and threw him on the ground. That was the problem. And that's what had upset the neighbor so bad because the neighbor next door had said that 
she had experienced child abuse. And so when she saw it, it just triggered something. And she went totally off on the, you know, on, on, on the mother. Y'all, we're going through some stuff. People can't handle. Come on here, somebody. It becomes a lot of everyday life that what people have to deal with. Don't let these nice suits fool y'all. Y'all ain't fooling me. You look deep, you ain't fooling me. Y'all see all y'all see all this hair over here? Y'all ain't fooling me with all this hair. Y'all ain't fooling me. Y'all ain't fooling me. That's all right. It's okay. <laughs> Dr. Howell said, no, you did not. Yes, I did. She said, it's on now. I'm not scared of the devil. I just told y'all that. No, 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 really. Think about what I'm saying, though. Think about what I'm saying. And thank God that the devil haven't really convinced us to look like what we really feel like. Y'all ain't got to talk to us because y'all don't even know. <laughs> Some Sundays I'd come in here with shorts and a t-shirt and mismatched tennis shoes after my week. Are y'all following what I'm saying? But thank God we're clothed and we're in our right minds today. <laughs> but I declare in this place that for the rest of this year I'm going to be in my right mind (laughs) because we won't be defeated because we're going to get desperate for the things of God every eye closed, every head bowed God I thank you for your word shared with your people what you placed on my heart to share you declared that your word would not go forth void but it would accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish Ah, God, you know every need under the sound of my voice. God, some are standing in the valley of decision. Have decisions to make and don't know what to do. Don't know, just... But God, help us to be still and know that you are God and that you will be exalted among the heathens. You will be exalted in all the earth. And that you are with us. And that the God of Jacob is our refuge. God help us to find refuge in you. God I pray now. I pray now. That you would empower us. That you would anoint us. That we would become desperate. For your purpose. In the name of Jesus. Help us to realize that all the other stuff is just, it's not eternal. It'll fade away. But God, you help us. Help us to cast all our cares on you. Because you care about us. God, I pray healing for those that are sick. Right now, touch them. Touch them in the name of Jesus. From the top of their heads down to the soles of their feet, touch them, God. Right where they are, no matter where they're at. 
complete healing now. We don't doubt you. We stand on your word. You are the bomb that's in Gilead. You are the physician that's there. You were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace is upon you. And right now, by your stripes that took place over 2,000 years ago, but by your stripes, we are healed. We're healed physically. We're healed emotionally. We're healed spiritually in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you. And God, I praise you. If there's anybody that don't, that don't know your darling son, Jesus Christ, as their personal Savior, draw them before it's too late. Put them under arrest by your power, God. Don't let them find no rest. Don't let them find no peace till they find the Prince of Peace in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 